Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. It's Octoberfest, and today's episode, we will be bringing you some of the beers related to the festival. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Oh, we're in so we're in a festive <laughs> mood today because we're doing Oktoberfest. Yay. Um, and as well, in our festive mood, we officially launched the podcast on Friday the 2nd of October. Yay. Uh, yeah, we are official. We are on all of the podcasting platforms. We're on YouTube. Come and watch us and listen to us everywhere that you can. Come and follow us. And it's got Alexa to play us. Yeah, Alexa <laughs> to play us. Oh, no, she's going to talk now. Oh, no. <laughs> no, sorry, she, she hasn't. <laughs> she didn't hear me. <laughs> and so far, we have received some really lovely feedback. Thank you to everybody. Um, Thank you, guys. Yeah. Beers in Yorkshire from Instagram said it was nice to hear women chat about beer. And now she knows some breweries with women as head brewers, and she's going to consciously seek them out. We are changing yeah, that was the world. It, it was she. She sent us a really like sweet yeah. message about it. It was really, really good. So thank you for that. Thank I was you. really appreciated. Thank you, Josie. That was lovely. Um, Simon from Craft Beer UK so we had a good flow and that he learned something from the episodes thank you Simon and thank you for your support in the Craft Beer UK Facebook group Uh, we'll give a little shout out because that's where Tori and I met so if you like craft beer and you're you're into your Facebook groups come and join us all there it's a really lovely group Uh, we've pinned our post he's so (laughs) sweet like thank you Simon thank you very much Simon and um, Carrie Oakley has been listening to us in the US and she said it's an amazing listen because we make the conversation easy and you want to be a part of it so thanks Carrie thanks everybody that's so like it's so flattering because I yeah. haven't even seen that last one and that's yeah. just like really that's really sweet thank you guys it's I know that when it's when I started doing this with you it was like I just putting it out there yeah. I'm like oh I'm so nervous like what if everyone just hates me like I don't know awkward and everything and then I got all this like really nice feedback I was like it's so nice thank yeah. you so thank you everyone it really does mean a lot to us yeah it does uh like we thought we were gonna get like five five listeners and so far we've got <laughs> 69 listeners thank you 69 listeners thank you 69 listeners and thank you taiwan yes we are big in taiwan seven listeners in taiwan that was where people first started listening to us shout out to you taiwan (laughs) (laughs) right so what are we talking about today tori let's get into these beers yeah so today as you mentioned at the start we're going to be doing an octoberfest oh prost Rust. <laughs> uh, I feel like I need to say at the start that caveat, I'm probably going to butcher all these <laughs> names because I do not speak German. My German's not very good. No, um, I did French. But yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really do. I tried a lot of languages <laughs> and German wasn't one of them. <laughs> um, so today what we're doing is we're going to be comparing the traditional German beers that you get at Oktoberfest with the uh, craft ones that you get here in the UK. And we're gonna kind of see what's the difference between them. How does the craft beer in the UK compare to the traditionals? We've got two durations. We've got uh, doses, which are Pilsner. And we've got the harvest beer, which is a Marzen. So we've got- Oh, Marzen is my favorite style. When I saw they were making a Marzen, I was like, I am buying that. I was totally on it. I was straight away, I was like, so oh, I was just like, go buy this beer. It's going to be amazing. I know it is. Yeah. And then our last craft one, which I was really so excited, excited about. about. Yeah. You're so Dea. excited about this yeah, one. Yeah. It's, it's Dea Guten Morgen Pet. <laughs> I, I really like Dea. I'm a massive Dea fan. And so when we were trying to find a Heffenweizen, because I absolutely love them, uh, that one came up <laughs> and I was like, yes, 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 yes. Like no option, especially because it's so different than their normal style. That I was yeah. like, have to try it just to see how they pull off one of those because they usually do like hoppy juice bombs and, and that was so different. So we've got those three crafts. And then for the traditionals, 
you have to correct me because I'm not going to get this right at all. So for oh, the pills, well, no, it's <laughs> Flensburger. I believe so. Is that right? Flensburger, uh, that's how I would pronounce it. Yeah. I didn't do German either. I just went on YouTube and <laughs> played all the names for the brewery so I could say you it. You prepped a yeah, lot I more did. than I did for that then because I just thought, it's fine, I'll just wing it. So we've got Paulina. Paulina? Paulina. Paulina. Right, for the Oktoberfest beer. That's a fest beer, not a Marzen. So we'll talk about the differences. You're going to have to tell us those. the difference. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And then we've got, oh, this is the one that's really tough. How do you say this one? Erdinger. Erdinger. That's the I easiest was, one. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was going to be like a trick question where no. it looks easy. Yeah. No. So that's the, the whip beer. Yes. But no, the um, vice beer. A vice beer. Whip beer's Belgian. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I again I was looking at the one that I pulled, which was yeah. the wrong one. <laughs> so yeah, before we started recording, I had put the wrong beer in the fridge. It was a whip beer and it was not a German beer. No. Um but we've rectified it and we've moved yes. on. <laughs> so do you want to give us a bit of a brief history about Oktoberfest? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I know about it is all the basics that I think everyone else knows, which is like you drink out of a stein, <laughs> you uh, everyone's like rowdy and cheersing and everything else and drinking lots of beer, getting drunk and eating sausages. That's what I know about it. Why don't you tell us what, what yeah. the facts are? So, so most people think of Oktoberfest as a big beer festival in Munich in Germany. Um, so in October 1810, so on the 12th of October, in fact, 1810, Prince Ludwig married Princess Therese. Uh, I don't know if I pronounce it, it might be Therese. I think it's trees. Their wedding ce- uh, celebration eventually became what we know as the Oktoberfest celebration today, because it was a like it was a celebration that went on for several days, and so they just carried on doing it every year, and it became this massive festival. Um, in 1841, Marzen, the beer style, was introduced to Oktoberfest by Gabriel Sadelmeyer, who owned Spartan Brewery. Um, when they first started making Marzen, it predated kilning techniques. So most of the beers were brown because the malts that they used were um, roasted on an open fire. So they would have been a lot darker than we expect beers to be nowadays. Uh, And Marzen means March. So the beer was brewed in March to be drunk in, uh, in the autumn. And, that was because at the time it needed to be lagered for that length of time um, because they didn't have temperature control. And so to lager is to store and they would store their beers in cold caves and let them age. And the type of yeast that is in um, a lager beer is a bottom fermenting yeast So it needs a cooler temperature to ferment properly. So it needs that cold weather at the beginning of the year. And then they let, and then the Marzen style takes a long time to lager. And so they store it and then you drink it in October. This is a really, it's going to sound like a really dim question, but I don't know if anybody else is thinking of this. Uh, Given that it's taken longer to sit, is that result in a higher ABV or is that just, does that not no. really have an impact? It just is the finalizing of the. the so brew? the ABV is the factors that determine your ABV is how much malt and uh, so how much sugar is in your wort. So that sugar comes from the grain that you put in. So it's really determined by how much grain is put in, to it in the first place so you can store it it, like you can leave it to ferment um for a really long time but if you've not got the amount of sugar in it for the yeast to eat and produce the alcohol you're not gonna like just leaving it for a really long time isn't gonna make the alcohol level any higher Um, it's the amount of malt that you put in in the first place and a lot of the abs that we see nowadays have been impacted by taxing um uh the availability of of ingredients so like a lot of beers like a lot of british beers just going away from germany their abvs are lower now because they used to they got taxed more 
based on the original gravity. So you measure how much sugar is in your wort when it goes into the fermenter. And so they would lower that measurement. They, they would try and make that measurement lower so they didn't get taxed as much. Um, and also just because during the war times, um, ingredients weren't available. So the ABV went down because there wasn't as much malt in it. And then they just kind of stayed at that, at that level. That's it. That's, that's what I'm, I'm here to ask these questions. So you <laughs> yeah. can give those answers because <laughs> I no, feel like I've just learned history. a lot. Yeah. I've learned a lot and we're like, yeah. not even 20 whole no. minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, cool. So we're going to start with, um, we're going to start with a Pilsner. <laughs> we're not even going to start with a beer that's, that's traditionally from Oktoberfest, but it's a German beer. Um, and we're starting with this because really I wanted to try doses from duration. <laughs> and to be fair, I feel like amazing. we picked, I feel like we picked this one because we both really we liked just like the, the bottle. bottle. <laughs> I just really like the bottle. Oh, well, I'm going to have to peel the, um, peel the I, label I off. I almost so don't, don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to, so nice. I don't want to wreck it. I'm a savage. I'm just going in. It seems quite difficult. I like that the top detail on it for anyone that's watching on there. Oh, yeah. There's like a nice little detail at the it's top. Got the, the brewery logo on top of on top of it. There we go. Look, I've got it's my like a little boat. Off. A little sailboat. Right. Now these flip tops. This is what I use for my homebrew is a flip top, but sometimes they can. Is it going to be lively? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> Should have uh, prepared and worn bib. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you just heard that, but that oh, yeah. went off. <laughs> it smells really nice. See, now, I don't normally like a German Pilsner because I find them too bitter. It smells like holiday to me, <laughs> if I'm honest. Like, it's it really, smells ooh. like I'm going on holiday. Look at that beaut. It is beautifully it is. clear yellow. Yes. And it's got a creamy white head on it. Oh, it's lovely. Look at all those lovely medium-sized carbonation bubbles. <laughs> I remember when you taught me about the carbonation bubbles. <laughs> yeah. And now every time I look at beer, I'm like, look yeah. at the carbonation bubbles. The carbonation they are bubbles. exactly this size. <laughs> yeah, they're streaming nicely up to the up to the top of the beer. Yeah. It's got that um, Pilsner malt aroma. Yeah. I said it smells like holiday. It smells like I've gone on holiday to Europe. Hmm. That's really nice. I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's, it's not, it has. It, it's, it's not very as, mild, bitter. Very. It's not mild, as bitter as I as I expected it to be. Mm, I think it's very mild. It's the necessary amount of bitter, I think. Yes. It's very like the crispness. Almost, I'd use the word sharp. It almost makes it a bit sharp when you first drink it because it's so crisp. But it's very refreshing. So. A lager yeast is different from an ale yeast. And a lager yeast will give you a clean flavour. So it doesn't really add any extra flavour to the beer. Whereas an ale yeast can give you like fruitiness, spiciness, things like that. Whereas a, a lager yeast is very clean. So you don't get an, a yeast profile from it. It's going right. to that nice cleanness. So you're getting the crisp malts so it'll be a be a nice pilsner malt which is quite a light roast it's not it's not really roasted or no. or um but there's no real color added to no. it it is, it is the lightest of malts of pilsner malt and um you're i get a very slight spiciness in the in the hops and that's german hops are slightly spicy and floral yeah, it's, um, it's, I get the maltiness quite strong in the smell. And yes, it's, um, it's really... What, what is it, I guess, is that all traditionally what this specific style is meant to be then? Yes, yeah, absolutely. It is, it is, I'd say it hits the mark on that. Yeah. And this is a German Pilsner. A Czech Pilsner can be slightly different um, because they tend to be a little bit more malty. So usually I prefer a Czech Pilsner because it's just got a little bit, just that touch of toast. How many different Pilsners are there? Because obviously we're going to talk about the duration one, which is sort of, I won't get into that yet, but I mean, does every country kind of have its own Pilsner or is it more you're going to find this style or, or that so, style? So a German Pilsner and a Czech Pilsner are your, are your traditional ones. Um, 
other countries can make so, you, so you, nowadays you'll get uh, new zealand pilsners because they use a new zealand hop in it so is that um, what makes it sort of the new zealand is the yeah. hop that they use will be that yeah right okay interesting yeah i do really like this one this is quite good it's, really it's like something that like i said it tastes like holiday it tastes like i should be sitting in a garden somewhere yeah. in mainland europe and uh i think it i feel like it should be sunny out and not it's really gross and rainy here at the time it's horrid today and i feel like i should be in the sun (laughs) i feel like i should be in the sun in a beer garden somewhere in europe just drinking it yeah (laughs) eating some pretzels (laughs) eating some pretzels i've got my pretzels yeah i was gonna make i was gonna make pretzels for everyone that's listening i was like i'll just make some quick and easy pretzels and then work this week has been mental and i thought i could go to the shop or i could just use my costco peanut butter pretzels <laughs> never got costco peanut butter pretzels they are amazing if you like peanut butter but i can't find them so i have to ration them so i've only given myself this very tiny bowl i don't <laughs> even know where a costco is down this end i don't think i've ever shopped in one missing out mate uh, well out. quite possibly <laughs> oh, we don't have a costco in kent i don't think not that i know of email us at lovebeerlearning.gmail.com uh, if i'm wrong and tell, costco in tell me where costco is so i can go buy peanut butter pretzels somebody please. send somebody send joanne um a google maps pinpoint of <laughs> where, where nearest costco is. your closest costco is it's gonna be like what? it's gonna be like um ikea isn't it i'm gonna have to go like over the bridge <laughs> past Essex or you just you just tell us where we can get peanut butter pretzels outside yeah. of Costco and yeah. I mean I'm I'm on board I'm happy I'm with it I'm a big fan of the pretzel sticks at uh, Marks and Spencer's oh I've not had those but I also just make my own uh, soft pretzels oh I'm gonna I made some the other week because we had a the hubs and I had a Oktoberfest you did didn't you? Um, yeah. at home we did it early because we had we had a bit of time off um, and we weren't able to get to, we were going to go to Bristol Craft Beer Festival and we just couldn't make it happen. So we got in some German beers and we had October, Oktoberfest in our living room. It's lovely. Um, but I made soft pretzels uh, and I, I filmed some bits. So I'm going to make a reel and put it on the Love oh. Beer Learning Instagram. Brilliant. Of, we can all check uh, it out. Yeah, of how to make soft pretzels. So you oh, can you should have done I a tutorial for them. us today. <laughs> <laughs> That make our, that made the episode way too long. <laughs> <laughs> but on the on the subject of food, I guess you know the traditional Oktoberfest food you're going to find is I think everything that we kind of expect, which is sausages, pretzels, sauerkraut. I'm not going to try to say all the proper ways to say it in German because I tried earlier today <laughs> and I wasn't loving what I was hearing and I didn't want to come off as being uneducated. So we're going to stick with that. <laughs> Outside of those ones that we all I think probably know about as a stereotype of Oktoberfest food you also get stuff like potato pancakes grilled fish on a stick Mm. something called cheese noodles which I'm on board I like cheese I like noodles I I go with that (laughs) and then you've got potato or flour dumplings and I thought those were I mean you've got other stuff like hog roast and chicken and stuff but but I think those to me seemed like the stuff that I wouldn't necessarily see or hear and think Oktoberfest so I like potatoes I like dumplings I'm I'm living for it so I'm more than willing to try it (laughs) all the carbs and all the cheese yes yes love it carbs on carbs please yes Yes, please (laughs) are you ready to open doses yes i've heard really good things about this mine's partially warm guys because Uh, i'm stupid put the wrong one in the (laughs) fridge i did i've left myself a bit as well of the original because i thought oh yeah when we try it it'll be nice to have something to go back to so this one's not as lively, I'll admit, as the bottle. I've this just one's more lemony yellow. It's a lighter. It's it's a lighter. Yeah, that one was light, and, and this is light. Hazed as well. I was going to say there's a bit of haziness to it. The head on it for me is a it's bit different. Thicker, but I think I yeah. butchered the pork. Now I've got a big head on mine as well. It's lemony. It is. It's not as malty at all. I don't get like maltiness. I get it almost smells a bit hoppier, and it's got a real citrus kick to it. Yeah, let's have a read of what it says on the label. Right, so, need a simple beer for straight-up refreshment? This classic German Pilsner is invigorating, deliciously dry and floral. Clean and crisp with an accentuated German hop. 
Doses is a bigger follow-up to small doses are little pills. Sometimes you just need the world to set uh, the world set to an uncomplicated dosage you can handle. It's very different from the traditional one, isn't it? I was going to say there's almost kind of towards the back of the taste, almost like a little bit of creaminess to it that I'm getting. Yeah, it's and, got wheat in it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so the grist is pilsner, wheat, and chit, and the hops are Halatel, Mittelfrau, Safir, and Sars. I would say it's smoother and I would say it doesn't have that same crispness of the carbonation that I think the traditional one had. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't, you know how they say it's, you know, they're the classic German Pilsner. I wouldn't call that. If, if this is our classic German Pilsner, uh. I wouldn't call this a classic German Pilsner. Saying that, I'm not taken away at all from the no. fact that it is tasty. It's delicious. <laughs> but if you were like, I've got a hankering for German Pilsner not what i'd necessarily go to because it just this doesn't... is more it's more lemony it's more citrusy it's lovely lovely absolutely lovely but it's not it's not exactly yeah i understand why everybody said that this was really good now i mean i would say that the, the classic one's sharper and this one is a bit smooth. this one's not as spicy yeah it's more floral and perfumey so so the german noble hops so sars is a is a german noble hop and halatel is a german noble hop so they have that um herbally slightly spicy um uh perfumey floral uh notes to them that's what they that's what they're known for so i'm really getting the perfumey and floral in this yeah. one whereas i got the spicy in the other one and i would say this one probably i would Very say perfumey. a bit more bitterness than i think the original yeah. one did um and i don't know if maybe it's a temperature thing on mine that i'd notice it a bit more I, I no there know. is there's a bitter end to it like mm. the finish on it is the the lingering yeah. taste of it is a bit more bitter lingering yes. on than maybe on that one yeah both delicious in their both, own in their own ways both very good like, i would like oh. I, again i think it'd be really good for a nice sunny day not a crappy rainy day yeah definitely in the, UK, in the, gar- but, in the garden in the but beer garden yeah in the beer garden in the yeah. sun not in the rain no it's very very nice very I nice like it. that's nice do you want to hit me with a uh, beer fact really quick we've prepared some beer facts and we've not beer shown facts. each other these beer <clears> facts. <throat> well i think this first time we're going to do something about food and drink related ones if you've got those um so shall i do which which breweries i'll tell you which breweries you will find at oktoberfest um, so there are only six major breweries that are allowed at Oktoberfest and they each have a tent. Um, and they are, right, here, here we go. This is where we butcher the German. Apologies in advance. Uh, so the six breweries are Hacker Pschor, uh, Lauen Brauroi, Spaten, Hof Brauroi House, Augustina and uh, Paul Lehner. There we go, Paulina. Those are the six. <laughs> I said it wrong the first time. Oh my so. god! Yeah, there we go. You said those wrong. Set. Apologies. <laughs> Augustine, I feel like that one. That one's probably that one's easy. Yeah, that one's the easy one. <laughs> but my, so so just for the listeners' benefit, we didn't show each other either of these facts. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we'll just try to hit each other with some yeah. facts. That's good because I didn't actually. I knew that there was that those tents but i didn't realize that's what they were named after so that's that's quite interesting yeah so that's this main breweries that provide all the beer for and like um they're the ones that are allowed to be in the main bit because they're the they're the breweries that create oktoberfest so i actually was going to do one that was about uh the qualifications of what it takes to be in Oktoberfest. I guess it's not about the brewery, so I can still do that one. Yeah. Um, so my fact is that to be considered for Oktoberfest, you'll probably know this, but maybe some <laughs> other people don't. To be considered for Oktoberfest, it needs to be brewed within the Munich city limits mm-hmm. or else it's you can't even be considered for it. It has to be Munich-based, Munich-brewed, all that. And uh, according to the Bavarian purity requirements, you can only have three ingredients in the brewing process. Do you know what the three ingredients are? I bet you do. Yeah. Hops, malt and yeast. No. What? That's, that's the Ryan Hatzbigot. 
Well, what it's listed here is water, barley, and hops. Oh, yeah. Malt, malt, barley. Well, hops. But you oh, say no, water. Ye- ye- no yeast have have is listed. Ye- you have to have yeast. Otherwise, how is it? How is it? <laughs> I'm going based on Google, so you're yeah, probably no. more right. But apparently, <laughs> you've got to they, have yeast. Are they, they are they not including yeast? All right, so maybe they're not they including, including yeast as an in- ingredient because they didn't realise what yeast was. No, maybe that's what. Okay. They used maybe to have like is, they but... used to have like the brewing spoon, and so the they would brewing. always stir with the brewing spoon because they didn't know they didn't know what the organism of yeast was at first, and they just knew that this spoon started off the fermentation because it was a wooden right. spoon. usually it was wooden and so it the microorganisms were in the spoon because they didn't clean it <laughs> like you know and they were just like <laughs> st- like this spoon starts the br- starts the process that's what that's what you do yeah and that's oh, so like, maybe so that is spoon. maybe that is because it's like the purity was... requirements yeah. which is however yeah. old so it is literally so it's the so it's the rhine hetzbegot is the law that you could only have water yeast like whatever ferments it hops and, and barley was all you're allowed in it so actually the wheat beers um weren't really allowed because the wheat was oh. supposed to be being saved to be eaten interesting but i think there was i'm a... glad i picked that one because yeah, then i got to load of them. <laughs> that's really great but again i'm gonna caveat that all the facts that i got <laughs> i'm relying on google and my googling skills <laughs> I'm, if I've got any of them wrong, please write a complaint email to Google <laughs> and tell them how tell horribly Google. wrong that Google yeah. is. Yeah. But I'll, let me tell you the other one that I got just because it's, it's food-based. I thought it was quite interesting. Again, according to Google, so write yeah. to Google if it's not correct and you're not happy with it. There's around 140 restaurant and food stalls within the different tents. And apparently, if you want to open up a food store, you could be on a waiting list for up to 20 years. Wow. Can you imagine? It's... You're like, oh, just wait. It's <laughs> I'll just wait 20 years. It's fine. I'm on the list. It's all right. I'll just keep, just keep R&D my, my, <laughs> my recipes. Get them just, yeah, perfect the time, for 20 by years. By the time I get there, they are going to be so on point. Going to be pucker. <laughs> Yeah, th- th- those yeah. are my facts. I was only supposed to do one, but the that's one about fine. waiting 20 years, I was that's like, oh, I can't hold that one. That one's yeah, good. that's brilliant. <laughs> and so, so the thing I discovered this recently as well, because I found like, so you buy an Oktoberfest beer. It's called, you know, Oktoberfest. And I have found that, you know, sometimes they're darker, sometimes they're lighter. I tend to prefer the dark ones, the light ones. And I've always been like, but why, you know, why is there such a difference between Oktoberfest beer? And it's because it's actually two different styles that come under the label Oktoberfest. So they are the Marzen and the Fest beer. So what we've right. got for our next one. So our traditional is the Paulina um, Oktoberfest. It's a Feist beer. So this is Oktoberfest beer. That's a Feist beer. And then we've got for our craft one, we've got the Marzen from, from Duration. So you will see the difference because they are two two different styles and um the fest beer was originally introduced at oktoberfest in the in 1900 and it was because um paler lager beers were becoming popular and so the darker marzen wasn't as popular so they introduced the fest beer which is a lighter beer um into to go with that popularity basically You've got your Sam Adams glass, and I've got to say, I miss my Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Oh, but see, Oktoberfest is a Marzen, and that's why I love it. <laughs> I haven't got I any in my here. Sam Adams got water. We, we are unable to get Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I used to be if I was going back. Well, if I was going back to the US at Christmas, mm. like I was supposed to, which I don't know if that's mm. going to happen. Thanks, coronavirus. Yeah, I'd right. be able to say to my sister, can you just get a whole crate of Oktoberfest, please? And just keep some to the side. But unfortunately, I'm, I don't want to ask her to do that because... Yeah, in case you don't get that. Yeah, exactly. No, and then she'll drink it all and then yeah. I'll be like jealous or get yeah. drink envy. So, I, uh, I remember the first time I properly celebrated Thanksgiving in America, like actually on American soil was uh, one of my last cruise ship contracts. And we had, so we had, we had Thanksgiving at one of our houses and we did all the bits. I made, um, what did I make? Pumpkin brownies, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. I made like some good stuff. I made pudding and, uh, you know, sat there having a few beers and we ran out. And um, one of the guys was like, I'm going to drive 
to the one of them hadn't been drinking i'm gonna <laughs> just, just preface that because i'm saying we're drinking but he was like oh he he wanted to get some cigarettes so we were like oh we'll come with you we'll go to go to the gas station um went to, went to the gas station i was just perusing around while he was paying for the petrol um and I was like walking past the fridges and there was right in the back was a six pack of Oktoberfest. And I was like, open the door. Yeah. Right. Get right in there. And I'm like, this must be like the last pack of Oktoberfest yeah. anywhere. Cause it's like the end of November. And I'm like, I'm taking well, that. That's it. That, that's <laughs> how you know. That's how you know that in, in New England anyways, yeah. that's how you know that fall. I'm going to call it fall because I don't care. I'm a rebel. <laughs> That's how you know fall is a coming is when you start seeing uh Oktoberfest beers by Sam Adams and it's yeah. like oh it's fall time. Yeah. Yay. That and pumpkin beers. <laughs> yeah, that and pumpkin beers. Ship shipwreck ship shipwrecked pumpkin, I think is what it's called technically yeah. shipyard, but it's, I think it's called shipwrecked pumpkin. Right. Um, or smashed pumpkin one of the two you get some really good pumpkin beers and then you're like yes it's it's pumpkin spice season yeah oh, that's a whole other episode <laughs> right whole, there yeah a whole other whole episode, other episode. That. yeah we're opening now right we're going to open the fest beer by paulina such like a big bottle no they're massive <laughs> it makes you feel like you're drinking like a like it's a, it's got a big beer it's got to fit in a in a um, litre stein. Yeah, it doesn't. And bearing in mind, like there's so there's the bottle. This one's a half litre, so double yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here we go. This one's on, this is only half a litre in here. Normally, you get two of these. <laughs> That's mental. <laughs> right, so fest beer. It's very oh, it's clear gold. Ooh. Lots of streaming bubbles. A bubble very head. Clear very clear it's got like a very grainy yeah grainy smell to me so it's got a sweetness to it as well yep well shall, shall i read you the yeah official uh description of a fest beer from yes. the b uh bjcp which is the beer judge certification program which yes. is what um america uses as their standard oh. for each beer style uh, it should be a smooth clean pale german lager with a moderately strong multi flavor and a light top character that encourages another drink i would not disagree with that actually <laughs> <laughs> taking a sip of it as you were reading it i would say to me in my taste buds that's quite spot on yeah multi quite spot on what you said yeah pilsner 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 malt the lighter malts hmm. less less of the toasty and more kind of cereally grainy I would say this one doesn't smell like I'm on holiday, but it tastes like I'm on holiday. Because the other one smelled like smelled and taste. This one just tastes like I'm on holiday. It's got a very light floral hop. Yeah. Fizzy. It's, it's got that, again, mm. it's got that carbonation to it. That's very crisp. It's, it's yeah. nice. I do see like what it's saying, encouraging you to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I could see how you just easily like. Not that have back. some conversation you're just like yeah a few pretzels a few peanut butter pretzels, pretzels. and one of these that liter stein would be empty yeah. in no minute mm. it's slightly fizzier than the pilsen as well i had a pretzel so i had to go on mute <laughs> so you wouldn't hear me chomping <laughs> it's nice it's clean easy drinking definitely easy drinking mm. goes really well with the peanut butter pretzels there you go really well beer and, f- beer and food pairing everybody added to the podcast Costco peanut butter pretzels if you can find them <laughs> i went to costco last weekend i couldn't find them if you can find them give me an instagram dm <laughs> tell me which costco you're at that still has peanut butter pretzels and i will be there because that is a great food and beer pairing pairing love it i'm i'm moving on to the Marzen because I'm well excited about you. Are, you've been waiting. Like, I'm waiting for the day. You're like, can we get? To I'm like, can Marzen, we get to the Marzen, please? <laughs> Marzen is one of my favourite beer styles. Like, I don't think I've ever had a Marzen that I didn't like. Ever love a Marzen. Right. So the um, the BJCP description of a Marzen is an elegant multi-German amber lager with a clean, rich toasty and bready malt flavor restrained bitterness and a dry finish that encourages another drink so this one's going to be darker in color and it's going to be toasty and bready rather than that kind of grainy cereal it's still very clear but it's definitely edging towards the amber color for sure but it's still very clear it's got those tiny little 
carbonation bubbles. The head on it was very lively. Yeah, it's a big head. Yeah. Big fizzy it head. It is. It's a lovely colour. And lovely, yeah, it doesn't have amber. that same very strong like grains that the other one had. It is yeah. definitely a bit more bready. Bread crust. Bready. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. That is really nice. <laughs> this is I could see this is definitely a autumn beer. Yeah. It's Toasty. definitely like weather's getting cooler, get your jumper on have some of these by the fire it's it's quite this is like a fire pit beer yeah i've just got a fire pit it's a fire pit beer it's still light yeah it's got a good amount of carbonation but it's toasty Mm. and you know so it's that that having a bit of toast (laughs) you know on a rainy day that's why i like it though is that the fact that it's light because what i find is when you get these beers that they get very they're obviously light in color but they're very like heavy yeah i find that's why it does encourage me to want to keep having multiple of them. Like, oh, I feel full and a bit yeah. bloaty and just, oh, this is, it's so light that you want to keep drinking it. You've got space to keep drinking it. Yeah. But it has that warmth that you were saying. Definitely toasty bread. Yeah. I like toasty it. bread and bitter finish, but not, it's not I the same. I didn't think it was that bitter. Well, see, it's not the same bitter as at the end of the, at the end of the, more lark of the pilsner and the fest beer and i think it's like so you're getting the bitterness from the noble hops what hops are in this do you know what it I is really definitely like? bitter but it's not yeah. it's like you said it's not yeah. like oh so bitter I so this has got mittelfrau tetnang in it so you're not necessarily getting the bitterness from all from the hops you're going to get a bit of it from the from the malts so it's just a slightly different bitterness. But it's balanced by the sweetness from the yeah. darker malts, from the bready, toasty malts. I, I would argue, so obviously with these mm. ones, we can't really compare them as like a direct comparison no. because they're not direct comparisons. But what I would say is compared Even to the, look at the color. first duration, yeah, that's much darker as well. Yeah. I think compared to the first duration where we sort of went, oh, this doesn't quite match the style, yeah. I would say this one matches Spot the style on. very well. Yeah. as what it's supposed to traditionally be so i think in terms of craft nailing a, a traditional german that that they've really done a good job on this one and it's yeah. really i i didn't know what to expect of it because i don't know if i've ever remember actively choosing to to have one but i'd say that yeah i'd really like it yeah i like that a lot go oh, i'm getting that ready i'm not going to be sharing that one that's no. all that's gonna that's be mine <laughs> that's definitely all me that is mine. I like are you, that. Are you are you ready for the Hefeweizen? Oh yeah, I am. Do you want to, <laughs> do you want to hit me with the before we go on? Do you want to hit me with a fact? I think I might have run out of, of facts. Hang on. I'll no, no, fact, maybe I've got fact. more. I can give you a good fact. Go on then. All right. Did you know that in what year was that? Let me check. After the twi- the two thousand six Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. Paris Hilton was permanently banned from Oktoberfest. <laughs> After her 2006 appearance. What did she do? So, so <laughs> before I say why, yeah. what I'll say is traditional, when we're talking about traditions, I think everyone kind of knows what a traditional female's outfit is. It's it's a, what's it called? The dirndl? Dirndl. Yeah, I, dirndl. Dirndl. I didn't know if I said it right. Dirndl. Lederhosen and, the, and dirndls. Yeah, and everyone knows the men wear the lederhosen and, yeah. and all that. Um so apparently she went to the event dressed in a golden and shiny Bavarian dirndl right. to promote a brand of canned wine. Canned wine, something wrong about that. Canned That's a bit wine. weird, canned wine. Yeah, and then basically the patrons and the organisers thought she cheapened the festival with her outfit. And <laughs> they, they basically were so offended by it that they argued that she should be banned from Oktoberfest. So now, since 2006, she's been wow. officially permanently banned from Don't be upsetting them Germans. You will not be allowed back. <laughs> don't don't wear the wrong type of outfit. Give it a Google of what she wore as well. Oh, okay. I, yeah. It was a bit more like sexualized and all that. Right. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say massively so. It was just yeah. very 
I think flashy. It's, it's very flashy. <laughs> right. It's very flashy. Yeah. Um, flashy in multiple ways, but very flashy. I think that's maybe why they were like, yeah, it's a bit cheap. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe oh, it was dear. the canned wine. I don't know. Could, could <laughs> Who brings canned, canned wine to Oktoberfest? That's just Honestly. And then I also have two really, uh, again, Google's told me these. They may not be true. But I found two very weird traditions or or. I guess I don't know what else you'd call them, but one of them apparently is that when you do Prost, which is cheers with a, another fellow German at, at Oktoberfest, you have to make sure that you look them in the eyes because if you don't look them in the eyes, apparently you're guaranteed bad sex, but not, not with them, but you know, <laughs> just generally in life <laughs> with, with genuinely in life. Yeah. You're, you're guaranteed bad sex. And then the other weird tradition they have, which I knew nothing about until I started doing this Google, never even heard it spoken of, was people like to snort white substances. And it's not cocaine. Everyone's like, oh, are they doing cocaine then? No, no, no. Drugs are heavily frowned upon in Germany. What it is, it's called Oktoberfest cocaine. And it's either called Weissenkox, Weissenkox or Weissenpulver. Don't know if I've butchered the name of that, but it's basically glucose and menthol mixed together and they sell it in bottles and it's the locals will go, apparently the locals will go and they'll just be doing lines of this Weissenkox on the tables off each other, like, you know, Wow. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, it's the Oktoberfest cocaine. That's apparently a tradition. That's a thing. So never heard I thought, of that. I'd never heard of it. I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. So I thought I would share that on with you guys. And the fact that Paris Hilton's banned yeah. from Oktoberfest. So. I'll stick to my Marzen, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me as well. But <laughs> in case you're interested, they sell yeah. them in bottles. <laughs> and it doesn't get you high. It's not a drug. It doesn't get mm. you high. There's not like literally, they just do it for fun, I guess. <laughs> just, just sugar <laughs> and mint, basically, isn't it? Yeah, but like, the thing is, like, it's they're not, not doing a... it to get high. They're not doing it for, they're just, just because. They're just, doing it i i don't know <laughs> weird that's what i thought was really weird so well enjoy yourselves. i hope they're true i hope they're true just because they were so out there that Google's if they're not true up. if google made them up i'm gonna write in a complaint because <laughs> it made me it made me smile when i read that but yes let's there get is. on to the next one so i can have daya i'm excited right so this is so this is a hefeweizen which is another traditional german beer but this is a wheat beer um so uh it's it doesn't meet the criteria of the Rheinhitzbegot because it's got wheat beer in it. But I believe that they, um, in Bavaria, they were allowed to create wheat beers because they were a traditional thing. So they um, they were given a, a prize on that. So they were allowed to create their, their wheat beers. So because it's a wheat beer, it should be hazy when we open it up. This is from Erdinger. I'm going to enjoy this because it's my final one. I'm going to enjoy it in my stein glass my baby one not my big my big water one yes there is that so and um it uses a different type of yeast as well so it uses um, it wasn't very active i'll tell you that oh really look at mine no, mine wasn't really going crazy or anything i've got a massive head oh it's not very hazy it's not as hazy as i expected it to be no but i mean i was expecting like the first one when i took the bottle off and it was going mental oh yeah no so mine's got a nice thick bubbly creamy head um, yeah, so these are traditionally right, poured into those big vase shaped glasses because they are shaped. This, this isn't the right kind of glass, but they curve inward. So they capture this massive head at the top. Cause that's the kind right. of, that's, that's the sort of head that you want on um, a vice beer. Oh, so you've got that. <laughs> so you should have peppery, possibly banana bubble gummy aromas. Yeah. But, but not, yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't smell it and I wouldn't have ever thought that I would have tasted bubblegum and I think we were just talking about this the other night yeah now that you've said it and it's in my head I taste it yeah I can I can sort of get it on my tongue yeah and the banana the banana quality so that's banana esters so esters are fruity so they're like you get uh, like banana pear green apple and fennels are the peppery clovey aromas that you get in a german weiss beer uh german wheat beer i would say so when i was in the u.s i drank a lot of hefeweizens like i absolutely loved it 
did a lot of magic hats and UFOs and, and all those. And they were, they were just, they were probably arguably my favorite style for quite a while when I was in the U S yeah. and um, I'm, I'm very pleased with this one. It's very good. So a, an American wheat beer is slightly different from a German wheat beer because they just use lots of hops in it. Pretty much any American version of something just has a lot more hops in Lots it. Lots of hops. Well, I don't remember them being particularly, like, I remember them being hoppy, but I do remember yeah. them also having that wheatiness to them. Yeah. Less oh, hops yeah. and more wheat, but I would say that, yeah, it probably has more hops than what I'm drinking here, but which will I'm make it really remember. interesting having the day to see how they do it. Yeah. So I can't, I'm trying to remember. So for it to be a wheat beer, it has to have a certain percentage of wheat as the, as the grist, um, which is the, the malt that goes into the crushed malt that goes into brewing the beer. Is it 50% or is it more? When Off I do this, head, I can't remember. Yeah. it's like a very, I don't, you can't really see it, but it's a very like thick. Yeah. It's not dissipating and it's no, that really, will last. It looks very, it's funny because it looks very foamy, almost like when you get, um, it's not the same, but like when you have a roaster coaster and it's got that like yep. nitro foamy creamy yeah. head it's like sort of doing that where it's sticking together it's very uh satisfying is what i would say to watch yeah. it just going back and forth <laughs> just a wheat beer like um um a german weiss beer is just it's tasty i feel like i want to put it in a boot and just <laughs> just like das boot. Das boot. is that they're not actually called das boot that's um that means boat <laughs> <laughs> that's how much we so know everyone says das boot and it's not <laughs> that's not the word for, that's not the word in german for boot that's the word in german for boat <laughs> it's, it's just because we kind of go let's take something and then we'll like and we'll mess it up and it. We'll, <laughs> we'll anglify it and mess it up because we can because we're too <laughs> lazy to learn other languages apparently i don't even know my own because you're right anglify was yeah. probably the word i wanted and instead i went with english eyes yeah but you're american so it's not the same no it's right i go free pass i have <laughs> So I, I have an Anglo-American lifestyle from having lived over there too long. <laughs> I've got a American first. Yeah. I mean, don't we all? American first, Anglo second. That is lovely. I really do like it. It's, again, it's another, what I'm, what I'm finding with all three of the traditionals is it, it feels very much, again, to me, it's the holiday beers, but I mean, not so much the Hefeweizen, but they all very much feel like it's nice sunny day. Yeah. Garden. Enjoy, you know, day off work, sit outside, drink these beers type of beers, as opposed to some where you're like, I want to just curl up next to a, a fireplace with a blanket on or something. This is very much be in the sun and drink these in the sun. All three of the traditionals, I think. Well, so for the longest time, I was one of those craft beer people that was like, I don't like oh. lager. That's a lie. Do you know what? I was lying every time I said it because I do like lager. I love a Marzen and I'd sit there and go, I don't like lager. Oh, I love a Marzen. Oh, I love Oktoberfest. That's a lager. You just don't like, you don't like. No, it's the, you've ones. got like lager is an overbranching term for beers that are brewed with lager yeast. And it is, it is to store. It's not like lager beer is lagered. Like, so it's a big fat lie. <laughs> You just haven't tasted fair, the one that you like. Like I like a set, I like a Czech Pills now. I like um I'm not a big fan of a Hell's lager. Oh, uh, I like I a find, Hell's lager. Well see, I find them very hoppy and so not a hoppy person. But like box, um, doppel yeah. box, um, Vienna lager. I love a Vienna lager. They're like but a Sam Adams is a Vienna lager. That's what got me into beer. And I'm sitting there going, I don't like lager. Lies. I was alive. That's it. Is I, I, I've said, to be fair, hands up, I've said the exact same thing. Yeah. I've, I've said, you know, I don't like lagers. But I think what I was saying was I don't like macro lagers yeah. and I don't like bland lager. lagers and yeah. I don't like plain lagers. Yeah. Like I, craft lagers, you know, I've said, you know, we yeah. spoke the other night, the, the Hills one by Siren, really liked that. There's been quite a few craft lagers that I've, I've quite liked. And I've always gone, oh, I'm really surprised because I don't normally like lagers. And then when you have enough of them, you start going, why am I surprised anymore? Because yeah. obviously, clearly, I do like them. <laughs> it's not it's not my go-to start. Well, so a pale lager, like a Pilsner or something, wouldn't be my go-to. But if I see a Marzen on the board or, or a Vienna lager, I'm going to be all over that. And do you know what really opened my eyes to it and made me stop saying 
I don't drink lager because it was a lie, was a book by um, Mark Dredge called A Brief History of Lager. And it's a really interesting book because it, it, he goes, like, so he goes all through the history of it in Germany and then how it has expanded out into the world and how there's, so, you know, there's, there's American lagers and there's, char- yeah. there's Japanese lagers and there's New Zealand lagers and, you know, how, how it's changed depending on where it is in the world. And it's like slightly travel loggy talking about where he's been to places and stuff, but it's absolutely brilliant. Like if you really want to dig into what a lager actually is and that, cause it's an umbrella term over so many different styles, have a read of a brief history of lager because it's an absolutely brilliant think, book. Yeah. And it I really opens because up I like, my I like- I like travel as well, so yeah, to me, really I, good book. I don't, Drink, read it. Forget <laughs> I don't. It. I don't mind if it's like very travelogy because yeah. I, I like that, and yeah. and I find when I go on holiday, I do go and oh, where can I go and have a nice like local craft beer or what? What's the beer options when I go on holiday? I don't yeah. just want to drink whatever's the like, house. Not yeah. that it's anything wrong with that, but you don't just want to go like, yeah, I'll have a Foster's please. Like yeah. everywhere you go on holiday. Like, no, I'd rather hunt down something a bit more interesting yeah. and local and support that local brewery of where I'm traveling. So yeah, that sounds quite up my alley. Maybe I'll check that one out. Yeah, check it out. It's a really good book. I had it on audio book and it was brilliant. A brilliant listen. Loved it. So go get yourself a good beer book, people. Right, are we breaking into the day? Yeah. And then so, I'll hit you. Well, do you want my fun fact first? Or do you want yep, the beer like, first? Let's do that. Right. Let's do that first. Fun fact give, first. I'm going to give you my fun fact. Yep. <laughs> so, according to Google, around <laughs> 600 to 800 people per year at Oktoberfest suffer from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Are we surprised when you've got double nope, that amount of no, beer no. each time you have one? We're not surprised. But what was surprising <laughs> was last year. Adidas released limited edition vomit proof, apparently vomit proof trainers, uh, obviously for obvious reasons why they would have done that. And they had Prost stitched into the side. And do you want to have a guess at how much they cost? Like in euros, 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 like a million euros. No, they wouldn't be that expensive, like a thousand euros. No, they would cost just under 200 euros. And that was (laughs) the beginning of last year. And they sold out like, like so quick like that. Yeah. And I found that whether or not they were actually vomit proof, I don't know. But it made Can you me tell laugh. I don't buy trainers? <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know how much a pair of trainers costs. A million euros. <laughs> I've, One I've got, million euros. I've got lots of vans and I feel like my vans just yeah. last me for so long. I haven't bought a new pair in ages. But oh, boots, it, does, it does make me laugh that it's like so many people get alcohol poisoning. We're not quite <laughs> shocked about that. But they recognize that that's the problem and they go, what do we need? vomit proof trainers (laughs) so well done well done adidas you've done it you'd call it adidas wouldn't you yeah i call it adidas it's it's adidas it's fine whatever (laughs) i'm opening the day (laughs) let's do this so i think i told you oh that's a good pie i liked that oh it's got this this yeah there's it's got the so the lid has got one of those um like plastic it's like a plastic like corky bits that goes inside I'll translate it for us laymen. Uh, what it is, is it looks like when you have a seat and your chair has on the chair leg, you want to stop it from scraping on a floor. And it's a little plastic cap bit that goes on the bottom of your chair so you don't scratch your floor in. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. And the technical term is doodad. <laughs> it's got a doodad in it. <laughs> or doodad. I'm going to have that on my duration glass. Unfortunately, I didn't have my duration in the duration glass, but. Oh, I just got—I just got the head on my nose. <laughs> it's got a very creamy head that I just got on my nose while I was trying to smell it. It does have a very creamy head. It's got that. that. It's got that real peppery aroma. Yeah, it does. It's very, for lack of a better term, I'll say bold. It's a very. So the original is more banana-y. Yeah. And this has more lemon to it, I think. Yeah. This is a bit more citrusy. More citrus still that very it's light but still quite you can't really see it on camera very well it looks a bit darker but it's it's relatively light but there's so much haze to it that i think it makes it look darker than it is mine's not that hazy oh mine mine looks quite hazy oh yeah yours does mine's quite lemony yellow mine's lemony yellow but with all the haze it makes it look a lot dark a lot i can see my hand through it yeah i can't i can't on mine (laughs) interesting 
That is interesting. I liked the pop that it had. That was yeah. very satisfying. So it's got some real peppery, clovey fennels. Mm. I think I'm getting a bit of pear in this one more than banana. I just took a sip. It's very smooth. It has the banana taste to it. Not so much the smell. It's very sweet. Mm. But the I was going to say it has... It's obviously wheaty, but I'd say the sweetness, the way I'd describe the sweetness would be the same way that I would say like uh, when something's malty, it has that malty sweetness. Yeah. I think it's that similar type of sweetness. And I don't really know what you'd call that other than just sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Malt sweetness. Does it say what's in it? Right. Gutten Morgan Pet is a German style Hefeweizen with a twist. Ah, here we go. Always, always Brewed using traditional German yeast with our own house strain Throwing some banging, zesty hops in. There you go. Uh, I knew it was going to be hoppy. It's Daya. And some spicy bottle conditioning. This bad boy will have you dreaming of those Berlin summer nights. There you go. So that's where the citrusiness is coming from. What's the ABV on this? It is. Oh, it does say Prost really tiny on it. I don't know if you can see that, but it it says Prost. The label, in case you anybody wants to see it, you're on video. If you're not on video, look it up. Uh, I quite like it. It's got the little uh, alligator guy. Is he a crocodilian alligator? I'm not sure. And it it looks more traditional in art style, but with the modern day a twist to it. And I quite like it. It's a heavy bottle. Yeah, it's five point two percent. So it's, it's got heavy. the indent. It's got the indent on the bottom. <laughs> What's funny is it for for that ABV percentage. I think it tastes stronger than that. Yeah. And I very rarely say something tastes stronger than it is. I usually say it hides its ABV quite well or it tastes as it should. I think this actually tastes stronger than I expect it to. Yeah, it's fruity. I think it's more pear drop than banana. See, I got banana, but then I think maybe that's because that's... There's a bit of banana. It's very heavy. It's creamy. Very creamy. And I would say very like mouthfeel was quite thick and I'd say it's it's heavier than that Hefeweizen that we yeah, just had. Yeah, it's heavier. It's the heaviest of the evening, I think. It, it's very filling. I would say it's, it is, it feels filling. See, this, I think, so I think the Erdinger is a bit more malty. I think it's got some toasty notes in the back. It's more carbonation to that yeah. as well. Just, it's more carbonation. This is creamier and I think just fuller that one tastes a bit lighter and yeah more carbonated interesting hmm. not a bad one thing do you know what i think this is only my second ever day well congratulations Thanks. welcome <laughs> welcome <laughs> i know you don't, don't really do, do hop i don't do hop i don't do hype sars <laughs> you, don't, you don't do juice no don't do juice i like a, i like an uh a nepa like i like a new england but I'm not, yeah, like, I don't seek out, I, yeah, yeah, it's different, isn't it? I don't do the really hoppy nonsense. <laughs> Sidetracking from Oktoberfest, when it yes. comes to Daya, talking, mm. keep, keeping it on Daya, did you ever try the Break Me Into Bigger Pieces, which was their lemon and lime one? The only one I've ever had was one that they did with Finback because someone gave it to me. I think you should try the Break Me Into Bigger Pieces because okay. it's not particularly hoppy from the two times I've had it. Um, the first time it was like a really nice balance of lemon and lime. Yeah. Zest, and it was very strong, very, very summery, very lovely. It will probably come out again next summer. Yeah. The second, the second batch that I had, the, lem- the, the lime was quite strong. So I, I didn't like it. it. I right. didn't like it as much as I liked the lemon and lime balance. But yeah. it was very, it was like almost cocktail like mojito-y cocktail Ooh, that's see that's up my street i wanted to try the i was, beer I was cocktails. There, you go. there we go yeah we might we might do an episode on beer cocktails soon um if my kit ever turns up because <laughs> it hasn't arrived yet i ordered it last week no. first one got broken by the delivery drivers so i'm waiting on the second one typical Mate. i mean i've been really good with deliveries actually over lockdown i've had a lot of deliveries I'm sure our listeners can relate to having lots of over over lockdown. Um, and I've been quite like, I've been quite lucky in that my like, all of my deliveries have been all yeah. right. I think this is the first time I've had something broken, but they they just didn't deliver it, and they told yeah, they they told the people, and I got an email saying we're sending you out another one because it's because bro- it was broken. Harsh. 
Still not arrived yet, though. It's all right. I don't need it till till Halloween. It's there's a cocktail making class that it goes with on Halloween. So. Oh, yes. spoopy! That's this is sorry, guys. This is real ale that I'm talking about here. It's from which? <laughs> not craft. No one has to know yet. No one has to know yet. It's fine until you get it. Keep it's that not to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I, have you ever gone to any Oktoberfest? Because I guess that's kind of well, we're enjoying this last one. Have you ever well, gone to any Oktoberfest? I I didn't really talk about my t-shirt. So, uh, ah yes, give us the backstory. So, my t-shirt is from the Frog and Onion Brew Pub in Bermuda. <laughs> Not somewhere that you would probably expect there to be an Oktoberfest, but um, when I was on cruise ships, I we used to um, I did a couple of seasons in Bermuda, and where we would where the ship would dock because Bermuda port is quite expensive, so they tend to dock and stay for three days and then leave um in a more remote place and then everybody like commute like gets there's a like a ferry that goes into the mainland um but there was this brew pub in the port called the frog and onion and they had dockyard brewing on site um and they made delicious beers they made a really lovely wheat beer and actually a really nice lager says the girl says we don't she, like lagers so it doesn't say the girl that doesn't drink lagers like really nice <laughs> lager um and my last time there they had an oktoberfest and they had the tents out they had the steins everything they don't they made a beautiful marzen <laughs> it was brilliant um and i got this t-shirt from there um the only other oktoberfest i've been to was at canterbury rugby club and it was a bit oh. more it was just a bit more camera beer English. festival yeah, <laughs> a bit more English. it was just it was basically an excuse to have a beer festival it didn't really have um necessarily oktoberfest themed beers Fair. i think you missed out beers. yeah I think, missed I, out. Like, I think i need to do like a proper type of oktoberfest really you missed out so yeah. my husband he's a september baby so they always tend to have Oktoberfest events on for his birthday. And I think it was maybe his 29th birthday. Maybe it was his 31st birthday, whichever one. Um, we decided where well, we want to get everyone together. What's the best way to do it? Oh, there's an Oktoberfest event. That would be a good excuse. Uh, we lived in Reading at the time, so we mm-hmm. could just kind of walk there. Maybe we, we didn't. We took, a, we took an Uber. Either way, we went into the one in Reading because it was the closest one to us and they had all the tent they had the big tent set up they had pretzels they had you know sausages all the stuff that i said at the beginning that you expect to have and yeah you got these massive that's where i've got this bad larry from (laughs) (laughs) this big plastic beer stein so that's yeah the oh no this one that's where i got this one from yeah and basically all we did was we there's lots of loud music, oompa music playing. Yeah. It's it's oh, a lot to of get some so I could play it. I'll have to. Well, uh, you ha- play can it at we, the end. Can we or can we replace our intro, our one-off intro oh, with yeah. some oompa music? Yeah. <laughs> that would be quite good. But I mean, I think the traditional music style. It's what is it, oompa, and then they do polka music, and yeah. then there's lots of yodeling. So there was no yodeling at this event. It was all oompa and polka, and we got on tables and we were like prosting, and they let you stand on the benches, and it gets really like everyone's just drunk and singing, and you're cheersing with people you don't even. You're like, yeah, next table over. This is pre-social distancing. Yeah, you're can't like, do that in a yeah, post-COVID amazing. world. And then touch my glass. Yeah, no, exactly. Don't oh clean it off clean it off yeah. um, and then the only other one that i went to is where i got this one from this place is no longer open anymore uh. but it was the bavarian fest beer it's called i think it's called bavarian beer house that's what it was in uh. bristol and our friend has has a september birthday as well and he lives in bristol so one year we all went to go see him and he thought we'll go to this Oktoberfest themed restaurant it's a whole restaurant that is themed in Oktoberfest. So there's Beer Keller, isn't there, which is a place. There's That's a chain, I think. I think there's one in Maidstone. This one, it's I don't think, been. was the chain. It's not a Beer it's Keller. Not, it's, mm. it's, no, it was literally called Bavarian Beer House. It's closed right. now, unfortunately. Oh. 
but it was brilliant because we went they had a yodeling competition we got our friend up on the stage he competed in a yodel competition we were nice and we were standing on tables we were cheers with everyone everyone was just like the room even though we were separate benches the whole room was just like one big party and then we all had to be like vote for our friend in the yodeling competition like he's like he was he broke it down like it was great it was so good i think if you've never gone to an oktoberfest like a proper oktoberfest not a camera yeah not just not just a beer festival don't go to a beer festival festival called october (laughs) go to an actual even if it's a british version go to an oktoberfest because not in social distancing times because it's not going to be as fun but when we all move past this, we can have Oktoberfest again. We have to go. We can do a live recording that one. It's yes. Fun. Everyone just gets drunk and makes friends with everyone and cheers with everyone <laughs> and, and, and yodels and listens to poker music. So it's Brilliant. great. <laughs> Love it. Those are my experiences. <laughs> Brilliant. I need, I need to have that experience. I'll just have to go to Germany and do it properly. Oh, that's it. Can we, can we take like Let's podcast go. on tour? Podcast on the road. <laughs> Welcome to a women's brew yeah. from Germany. Yeah, you know you get like lads on tour. We'll yeah. be like ladies yeah. on tour. Women's beer ladies women on, on tour. tour. Beer ladies on tour. We are the beer. That's another idea for our t-shirt shop. Women's on tour. Hashtag if you if you prefer hashtag women on tour. Hashtag women's on tour instead of having crispy boys or juice or <laughs> or is it? Uh, I like <laughs> beer should taste like beer, taste not, like ice, beer cream. not ice cream. <laughs> Definitely vote for women on tour right, i'm gonna to have to put a poll up i'll have to put a poll up That's on the it. instagram That's brilliant. yeah but i i think it's it's a really good time and i think everyone should get a chance to do it once because yeah. it's it's just a whole friendly happy atmosphere lots of good food and, and lots of good beers so brilliant well I think that's the end of our beer tasting mm. today. Um, if people would like to contact you and talk about crispy boys and ice cream parallels <laughs> and pretzels, and, 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 and want to say there's, they've got some peanut butter pretzels for you, where can they get hold of you? If Jory? anyone wants to let me know about peanut butter pretzels or wants me to pass on their complaints about Google incorrect facts, you can DM me at adventures underscore in underscore optimism on Instagram. And you could let Joanne know where she can go to a beer festival. <laughs> That's not a camera one. Where can, where can, can they get in touch with you? <laughs> uh, so I am a woman's brew on Instagram and Facebook, and I am also available at my beer school, which is love beer learning. Come find us on Facebook and Instagram at Love Beer Learning. You can also email us, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. We have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. Um, yeah, and make sure that you, because we are now officially launched, officially we are on launched. all of the good podcast stations. Please follow, subscribe, so you get the latest, uh, the latest episodes on Apple podcast spotify google tune in stitcher sound the a network. word the a word yeah. we can't say because you've got and, one <laughs> yeah that uh, speak to your smart speaker and your say speaker. play me play me a woman's brew and we will play because we've tested it and it works yeah um uh, leave us if you've got an itunes account please leave us a review on itunes because that will get us noticed by other people and we will love you forever and you can watch the videos of these at the Love Beer Learning YouTube channel. All of these links will be in the show notes. So come and find us. Say hello. Listen to our nonsense. And let <laughs> us know what your Oktoberfest experiences yes. are. Have you gone to any amazing Oktoberfest? What's your favourite Oktoberfest you've gone to what's your favorite memory from an Oktoberfest what's your favorite part of Oktoberfest let us know about all things Oktoberfest because we really want to hear about yeah it. we want to hear what you've done yes <laughs> all right so, so with that let's go take our photos and have some more yeah. general chit chat <laughs> that's what we do we just end up talking for hours yeah. afterwards <laughs> cool catch you guys next week cheers, cheers.